promise to you all, because Friday has fallen on us once again as the rain pours heavily down onto my home. My God, the weather in the UK fucking sucks right now. It's actually just completely the worst. It's basically pitch black outside. It's four o'clock in the afternoon. The sun has abandoned us. It says, get the hell away from me. And that's just the way it is. Well, that's fine because Halloween approaches. Halloween doth approach. And usually we do something really cool with Halloween. We get dressed up. We do some sort of VR horror experience. But I am a bit of a fuck up sometimes. We all do it. We all suffer from that disease of being human unfortunately and i did not know and this is completely true my wife will back me up on this i did not know that i am on a plane this weekend to america i thought it was next week i was like completely convinced in my brain that it was next week until emma was like right remember that we got to travel down to london and i was like what when when are we doing this she's like on the weekend i'm like <laughs> motherfucker ah shit yeah man oh good god so busy 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 time for me to prepare everything while i'm away i will be traveling to the us of a all the way to the west coast because it's blizzcon and i'm going to be meeting some people from blizzard before blizzcon mm. and i don't know why as my dog barks i don't know why i've been told to be somewhere and they will meet me there can't be a man at my door right now. What kind of cunt comes to somebody's door at 4 a.m. in the afternoon? 4 p.m. Who does that? Who does that? I'm a dead man? Yeah, maybe it's a plot. I don't know. I've just been told I need to be somewhere. Okay. There is. There's a fucking guy at the door. I'm doing a show. God damn it, dude. things at four o'clock in the afternoon what kind of scumbaggery is this delivery is coming in so yes there's no stream next week ladies and gentlemen because i'm not here it's as simple as that i'm going to be doing blizzard things it's going to be an interesting blizzcon some people are asking about the q a from what i know they're pre-screening the questions and there's no giving people microphones going on uh, as far as i know there are no interviews taking place uh, or anything like that because of course of all the things going on with china and blizzard recently who knows? Maybe I'll get to speak to some people who are wandering around, maybe a private conversation, something like that, so I can uh, try and get some information out for you. Uh, we do have some questions, but if people are getting interviews, they're probably like people who've done it 17 times and are mega trustworthy. I do not fall into that category, I'm afraid to say. Uh, I'm afraid to say I do not fall into that category, but uh, I have spoken to my good pal, uh, who is an American resident, Mr. Bay, uh, Mr. Adam Bay, aka Bay, 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 Bay uh, who is going to bring interview stuff with him on the off chance that we might be able to grab something. So, fingers crossed, hopefully, 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 uh, we'll be able to do something along those lines. Thank you, Shalina. Anyway, that's not why you're here right now. So, bear in mind, there's no drama time next week, because obviously I'm not here. 
<laughs> Obviously, I'm not here. Uh, so bear that in mind. I come back. I think we fly back on the Monday. I think. I'm not even completely sure when we come back. Emma has organized it all. She's the one who just feeds me a schedule and says that's where we're going to be. Okay. So, <clears throat> Game Awards. You know what I mean. Game Awards. <laughs> Gamer, gamers. 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 As a species... We sometimes have met, or maybe are, people who are overly enthusiastic about things that really don't matter, <laughs> if we're being completely honest. <laughs> Law. What is it good for? <laughs> we do tend to get very upset as to whether or not Superman could actually lose to Batman. The grand scheme of things, I don't think it fucking matters, but there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it does It does end up that way. We do tend to get very upset as to who is the strongest. Why do the powers of the supervillains fluctuate so much? Like, why could Thanos, with all the Infinity Stones, not bring down Captain Marvel? Like, why? He had the power of all of them, right? Why sometimes does he get battered, yet sometimes... Why can he fight all three of them this time? I don't know. Uh, we do tend to get pissed off with things like that, but who knows how far that could go. Maybe it could kill a guild. Maybe. Maybe it could kill a guild. Who knows? Let's find out. What up, Preacher? I'm a fan of yours since the Warlords of Draenor. Thanks to Mr. Noble. And now you're my favorite channel. Ha! Get fucked, Noble. What up? What up? Keep up the good work. I'll do my best. This is my shortest and most recent drama story. And I'm writing this because I can no longer deal with studying for my graduation projects. Fair enough. And at the end of this, I have questions for your chat. All right, these are the questions. These are the questions. Did I get white knighted? I'm a guy, by the way, is question one. Did my nationality kill my guild? That's question two. And three, am I not allowed to choose my faction? All right. So you got three questions there. Did I get white knighted? Did my nationality kill my guild? Am I not allowed to choose my faction? Okay. We do not need any names for this because I honestly cannot be fucked. Okay. <laughs> All this happened this May 2019, right before my finals. Now, I must tell you, I am a Sylvanus loyalist. Why? When you know who's writing that character. Why? Why be loyal to any of our beloved World of Warcraft characters? You know it's not going to work out. You know it's not going to work out. <laughs> One tree wasn't enough. One tree wasn't enough. Burn all the bushes. There cannot be someone else at my fucking door. This is unreal. Oh, no, it's Emma. It's fine. Sorry, it's, it's my wife. She lives here. That's okay. Okay. Up until the point where she screamed, You are nothing! I believed she did everything in her power for the Horde. And it's a shame that Blizzard made her this way. I do not talk about my law choices, right? I keep it to myself. Much like politics, keep it to myself, right? Don't want to spread the good word. Not because I'm an enigma or mysterious by nature or anything along those lines. I just don't need to tell everybody about my choices. But there was a mythic plus, you see. There was. There was a mythic plus. And law came up. Why aren't you trying hard? Who the fuck has got time to speak during mythic plus? Honestly. 
I guess, during that Mythic Plus, I explained my beliefs. My belief in Sylvanas, my belief in Blizzard, who said she would think Garrosh was an amateur. I didn't think I'd done anything wrong, right? Just just explained my POV, that's all. Until raid night, where I had a final exam. I finished a three-hour exam. I came back to my dorm room, opened up me some World of Warcraft, and was literally the only member of my guild. <laughs> Fuck. What happened? <laughs> what the hell happened? <laughs> so the whispers start going. We're going to take it to the pink, asking people of my M plus team, because we had a set team. What happened exactly? Well, let me explain to you what happened then. So, during the raid where you weren't there because you were taking your exam, we decided halfway through we'd have a raid break. Pretty standard affair, right? We'll take five, ten minutes, go out, scratch your balls, have a piss, do whatever you gotta do. <clears throat> and a discussion started about the recent events going on in Najatar. And how Sylvanas was evil and such. When somebody else explained how Sylvanas was just doing everything to win. And when we won the war, we'll be totally safe and sound. That's the conversation. Basically, I like that orc guy, Salfang. And I like Sylvanas. That's the conversation. <clears throat> this began a guild war. As they explained it, these are the Mythic Plus guys, they decided to extend the raid break because of this conversation to an hour because the discussion had become extremely heated. One of the reasons that the discussion had become extremely heated was that one of the Sylvanas loyalists was our raid leader. And he's not progressing with this raid until we get this issue sorted. Can you imagine me in that scenario? Bye. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'm going to bed. Fuck this. At some point, our raid leader decided there was only one way to settle this. We're going to have a vote. So, the vote was had. Saofang's side won by just one single vote. One of my friends said that even though I wasn't there... I would definitely have voted for Sylvanas. So, when my exam was done, they could add my vote to the official vote. Alright? Making it regulation. Alright? But, plot twist, our team consists of an extremely political French dude who was also not very funny. And this is where the guild broke. <clears throat> he said... Of course, our author would side with the genocidal team because he's from Turkey. Ha ha. Well, aren't we hilarious? Aren't we just the funniest man in the raid team? What a jokester. What an absolute jokester. Bam, bam, <laughs> bam. And apparently, from that point, things escalated unsurprisingly it had no longer been about the law 
but about me, who wasn't even there, and my rights to choose. <laughs> As everyone was apparently allowed to have their opinion on World of Warcraft. What the fuck are you nerds doing? Honestly, what are you nerds doing? What in the actual tits is going on, right? Can't you just kill some fucking pixels, collect some RNG pixels, and just be on your merry fucking way, all right? Now, as I said, this is from our author. When I came back to the team, the guild was gone. My white knights, (laughs) friends, invited me to the new guild they had formed, but I said no. I had no, I had exams, I had a holiday booked, and I had four weeks of internship where I had to stay where there was bad Wi-Fi. And frankly, fuck wow right now. Honestly, fuck wow right now. Since then, I came back to the guild, and my new guild has one rule. It's not no politics. The new rule is no law allowed. (laughs) So, I put it to your chat. Thank you for reading my story. If you want another story, I'll tell you about the time uh, I tried to kill myself in WoW, brackets, not suicide, by the way. Good to know. Good to know. Okay, so that's the story. <laughs> the guild's dead. Sylvanas just ruining lives. Let's ask the questions. Did my boy get white knighted? He wants some answers from you guys. Did he get white knighted? I would say no. Not at all. In any way, shape, or form. Did his nationality kill your guild? No. No. Not at all. Am I not allowed to choose my faction? Yeah. You choose whoever you want. It's a video game. It's fine. What killed your guild was completely over-the-top, enthusiastic people and one particularly unfunny person. And believe me, I've encountered many, 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 many of those people. And uh, it's a rough time. It's a rough time, especially if they're part of your raid team. That's going to be a rough day when you encounter those people. So you be careful. You you be careful when dealing with that scenario. You be fucking careful because it's bad. All right. There we go. I think we settled that. I think we all agree. All these people gathered in one guild. (laughs) I can't imagine anyone caring. Uh, I don't think... I don't know whether it's the people I travel with or play with or whatever, but law never comes up, like, at all in any scenario. I never hear any of my team, any of the dudes, ever discussing. Wow. Okay, in combat to our epic trilogy that we've had over the last uh, three weeks, we've had a lot of feedback. In fact, I had a lot of uh, private emails to discuss on this. Uh, as it definitely riled up a lot of people. A hell of a lot of people. <laughs> it riled, you got riled uh, by this situation. So let's throw in, uh, okay. All right, I'm going to have to use some of the team. Let's have Light Up in here. Uh, Light Up is a very sweet woman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, this is not the same author. No, 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 no. This is not the same author. Don't worry about it. It's not the same author. It is, uh, th- those tales are done for now. Uh, we need a raid leader's daughter. We need uh, a boyfriend. We need a female hunter. We need a male brewmaster. Uh, let's have 
and a gym bro we need a gym bro that's what we need oh yeah perfect hopefully that all fits in hopefully fingers crossed perfect all right that works just well that just that works perfectly okay <clears throat> now some of you have met this person <laughs> gym bro chad swole swole i saw a gym bro today <laughs> wearing a weightlifting belt to do curls okay all right here we go <laughs> it was hilarious he was, he was training some guy some young lad that definitely bought into this training scheme i don't know i bet he was being paid he, i bet he was being paid sweatpants a weightlifting belt doing curls on the sit down curl machine by the way <laughs> <laughs> all right it must have been dead uncomfortable <laughs> crossfit bro anyway <laughs> holla peach and a big brummy bro fist to you oh god birmingham rough i've been watching your show for many years and finally found the impetus to transcribe my story found a thesaurus did we it was while i was surrounded by many a baller and watching my girlfriend up on stage playing tempest queef at this year's PreachCon. Her Jaina impression was woeful, and I apologize on her behalf. <laughs> I can't remember the Jaina impression, but I don't think anybody guessed it. Was it just like this? I think so. It was, it was really weird, right? <laughs> I can't remember it offhand. I can't remember it. I know there was one someone should have definitely got and didn't. <clears throat> I began ruminating on the intersection between WoW and my love life, and the drama that came hand in hand. I was what you might call an unfortunate looking kid oh go little ugly boy little go oh oh until i hit my late teens <clears throat> i was never very popular or sociable and i was quite introverted once the hormones truly set in however i developed what you might call a it's this is in quotation marks <laughs> a personality if you'll excuse the academic lingo personality is not an academic lingo it's not that's just not everyday word <laughs> one area in which i could release the awkward geeky pencil pen energy was through gaming specifically wow which allowed me to express who i was beyond the mute teenage nerves that said, I never went looking for fucking puss in video games. My attitude was that unless a ludicrously specific set of circumstances came to pass, age, mutual attraction, location, hair color, eye color, and smell, etc. That's a very specific list. I might as well just masturbate and reevaluate. <laughs> I'll just crack one up until that perfect girl rocks up. Despite that motto, here are three short stories involving three different e-girls, a pregnant cow, fossil sheds, ex-boyfriends, BlizzCon, and a motel parking lot. We are going down that road. Yes, we are. Yes, we are going down that road. Chapter one, then. Light up. The first tale involves a lovely girl in her mid-twenties from Denmark called Light Up. We played together during the early stages of Kata, a way you might refer to as a social raiding guild. Mm. But before some of you in the chat raise your pitchforks and shout unclean, unclean, we were in fact consistently clearing end bosses and having a jolly good time doing so, right? You lot. 
you lot trying to judge. I would like to stress, however, that our minor success was unequivocally, 100%, definitely not because of light up. She was bad. Bad. Bad, bad, bad. I mean no hyperbole when I say that carrying an ocean liner would have been easier than carrying her in a raid. It's probably quite hard for an ocean liner to ninja pull. Light up, started life as an enhancement shaman. We asked her if she would try elemental. And when that didn't work, we asked her to be resto. <laughs> she was like one of those Disney characters that would trip and fall over the sp- every 30 seconds. Oh, clattering into buckets, pulling curtains down, rolling down the stairs, and also setting fire to the cat. She was a walking Tom and Jerry cartoon. Aww. <laughs> Aww. No matter what she did, she'd fuck up. This included trash. One unkind raider dubbed her the tripler. Regardless of the fight, she would die, ank, die, and be battle rest just so, just so she could provide us with bloodlust. And then unquestionably, she would die again. I mean, buy some drums, right? At this point, (laughs) buy some drums. It's fine. I think you all get the point. Her being bad is important. Because I, I was one of the few people that were nice to her in the face of overwhelming frustration. Oh, we've got a word for that. Hmm. No one wanted to kick her, though. No one. No one wanted to kick her because she was very nice. She was very, very nice. More specifically, though, than her personality, she had employed what we started to call the Schrodinger's bikini tactic. She had yet to reveal her face. I like that term. I really like that term. She kept enough of a mystery about her that the thirsty boys in the guild couldn't discount the possibility that she was hot. So there was a chance that if we didn't kick her, that maybe we could get some titty pics like a nude pinata if if we just kept her in the guild that little bit longer. I mean, <laughs> that's an effort, right? There's a chance we haven't seen yet. There's a chance. Even so, she was so bad that this balance of thirst against frustration was in a state of constant flux, ebbing and flowing one way or the other. We should kick her. She might be hot. But we could kick her. But she's a girl. But we should kick her. Maybe we're going to get some nudes. Who knows, right? We've got to keep this going. Enter me. Hello. A half-decent raider that showed her a little compassion. I never rage. I'm an even keel. I get frustrated, sure, but I'm content enough with my lot in life that I just let it wash over me. So when she accidentally ran through Ragnaros traps or told us that she wasn't sure what grounding totem does... (coughs) Use grounding. I don't know what it does. (laughs) What is it? Does it go on the floor? 
It doesn't do anything. It just sits on the floor. I tried it once. It, just, it didn't do anything. I just sort of went with it. Little did I know that I this was slowly building up into her having a crush on me. Now, I'm a mere boy of 15 years old. And I'm oblivious to this problem lurking in the shadows. She knew I was 15 and yet was feeling the flutters of romance toward me in her mid-twenties. We talked a fair bit, sure, and I didn't chew her up in raids when she failed an Alyssa Resource dance. But that didn't mean that I was digging her chili. <laughs> not heard that before, but I'll take it. I'm not digging your chili. I'm not. I'm <laughs> not into it. Granted, I was 15 and I would have been foaming at the bell end over a moderately saucy statue. But the point is, I just didn't know. I just didn't know. I was unaware. I was oblivious. Now, my IRL friend did. Dutch, a.k.a. the wanker. <laughs> turns out, <laughs> turns out that during one of those drunken comms nights that often happen in, happen in guilds, they're all on team speak. And as the night wore on, more and more guildies turned off for the night. He and Light Up were left talking alone. And during this stupor, she just decided to vomit her feelings for me onto him. Apparently with no warning in his telling of the story. Dutch, thinking he was hilarious, instead of telling me or even reminding her of my age, decided, fuck it. In the truest of senses. In that sense that all friends do. Fuck it. I'm going to play matchmaker here. As she was dispensing her feelings, my boy Dutch responds with, He likes you too! He then goes on to explain, He's just hella nervous around women. And he also doesn't think you'd be interested in him because of the distance and age gap. But he fucking loves you. Oh, yeah. As I said, what a colossal wanker. <laughs> he made her promise that she wouldn't let on about my supposed burning passion, as he described it. <laughs> he has a burning passion. <laughs> but that I would let nature take its course. And maybe, gently, she could coax my love out of me. Over the next couple of months, she cranked up our little chats. As I said, we talked a little before, but now she really started talking to me, whispering me the moment I logged in and talking to me way, way late into the night to the point where I was, like, trying to get offline. I took this in my stride. A bit shocked, but I'm a social guy in game, so I just went with it. Even when it started to get really weird. It turns out that Light Up's family works on a farm. And one spring, she was taking part in the calving process. I have no idea why this was apparently, as I found out later, her seduction story to get me weak at the knees. But she decided to describe in detail the process of reaching into a pregnant cow's orifice in order to pull out the calf. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> I remember at the time thinking this is fucking gross. But later I would learn that this was her attempt at a sultry voice she was employing while educating me on the calfing procedure. Bam. All right. <laughs> Bam. Oh, shit. <laughs> she made a play. Hey, no, she made a play. She made a play. It was the wrong choice, but she made a play. And we're okay with it, team. She made a play. 
Why this was her roll of the dice, I'll never, ever know. All right. But there was a problem. I wasn't interested and was unaware, as you guys know. So after a couple of months of no explosive reveal of my love or the burning passion, despite, of course, her pregnancy play, she went back to my friend for advice. Dutch, what's going on? I even told the cow story, and he's not he's not professed his love. He's not said anything to me. He just talks to me about rotations and something called a grounding totem. I don't know what he's talking about. What is it? Dutch took this in his stride, as gamer friends tend to do. He decided the best bet now is to double down. <laughs> he decided that the best possible answer to her questions was... He's going through a lot of hormonal changes right now. (laughs) He can't decide if he likes you or a boy at our school. (laughs) I think he's talking a lot to both of you while he works through himself. What a guy. What a fucking legend. (laughs) What an absolute legend. I love you, Dutch. You're a hero. You're a hero. (laughs) Instead of lightly stoking the cinders of the fire, he had accidentally poured gasoline on it. I don't think it was an accident. He went for this. This is this is Dutch going all in. He's just like, yeah, man, just fucking. I think he. I know he might be gay. I don't know. He's trying to pick. He he might. I don't know. Apparently, Light Up doesn't like to share. And now she was jealous of the fictional boy that I was supposedly talking to. She exploded. Not at him. He was just the bearer of bad news. But at me. I was sitting in the madness of Deathwing LFR. Getting a geyser of pink directed at my face. Telling me how I had toyed with her heart. I had crumpled it. Broken it. And after months of waiting, this is what she had been given. I was completely blindsided. I didn't have the clue what the fuck she was talking about. But she couldn't calm down enough to tell me. Eventually, she explained the situation. I corrected her on the necessary facts. And she put me on ignore immediately. Naturally, I went straight to Dutch. And I was angry with him for about 15 minutes before I did start to see the funny side of what had happened. (laughs) He's a bro. I had to forgive him. You've got to forgive bros if it's really funny. (laughs) That's just the truth. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose. All right. (laughs) It's a rule. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, you're right. It's pretty funny. (laughs) It's pretty funny. On the plus side, though, we did get a solid result. Light up never raided with us ever again. She left the guild and put us all on ignore. So at least we had that going for us. I like Dutch. Let's move on though to the raid leader's daughter. Now strap yourself in. It says here, this one's going to get raunchy. From the shallow waters of unrequited love, we launch ourselves into the abyssal depths of filthy triss. Let's fast forward from the last story approximately a year or so. We're deep into the timeless pit that was the Dragon Soul. Oh god, I forgot how long the Dragon Soul raid was out. (laughs) I switched teams as the last were having roster problems, and I'm doing some heroic bosses with a casual guild. 
I'm beginning to get to know the other people in the raid. We have... Uh, I don't think his name matters, but we'll call him Enjoy. We have Enjoy, the raid leader. We have Malin, the Fury Warrior. And his girlfriend, Zaranthia, a social Mistweaver monk. Interestingly enough, though, Zaranthia is Enjoy's daughter, who introduced Malin to the game. And he begun to raid with her dad. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, so the dad introduced his daughter to someone IRL who joined the raid. Yikers. Fucking yikers. Oh, you call fake. I know the situation like this that is happening right now. <laughs> right now. I do know of a situation exactly like this happening right now. I think this is probably orders of magnitudes worse than a couple's guild. Yeah, pretty much. I join. Past my trial in about two raid nights. A plus guild. <laughs> and being my usually friendly self, I start to talk to the guys outside of raid. I don't initially start talking to Zoranthia a lot. She's just in the periphery sometimes. Occasionally joining the alt raid and joining in some slash G discussions. As such, I didn't really have much an opinion on her. That was until the guild started doing WoW's true endgame. As a group on off nights. The Dragon Soul patch, if you remember, brought with it the much sought after WoW feature. The bringer of peace and content. Something to supersede eye level as the most powerful WoW status symbol. WoW patch 4.3 brought with it Transmog. <clears throat> because most of the guild were beta cooks. <laughs> With no imagination and atrophied taste buds, there were only three of us in our little weekly transmog posse. Me, Zoranthia, and Malin. Malin. We hit it off as a group for a while and talked more and more. Zoranthia sounded sweet, and when I got her on the good book, I noticed she was a pretty girl. Blonde hair, blue eyes. You know the script. I used the word objectively, however, because Mama raised me right, and coveting thy raider's wife is a sin. Does it say that somewhere in the Bible? No way. I promise you. I promise you. I pledge to your audience. I had no designs for this girl. She was a friend's girlfriend. No, no. Instantaneously, the ugliest girl I've ever seen in my life. A friend's girlfriend. There's nothing more horrific than a friend's girlfriend. There isn't. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right? You build that deep inside your soul, boys. You build that deep inside your soul. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Friends, girlfriends, a bro. Leave it there. Enough said. Enough said. The moment, though, when she was no longer my friend's girlfriend, things changed. <laughs> things changed. Whereas Light Up's opening gambit was to tell me about being arm deep in a cow, Zoranthia was straight up, I got a new bikini. Want to see it? See, that's the play. You see the difference, don't you, right? You see the difference. One is about sticking your arm upside inside a cow. The other one is a picture of a bikini, right? There's a distinct A to B difference, yeah? There's a gulf between those two things, and one of them is distinctly better. Mm. I wish every girl was as forward as her. <laughs> don't we all? Salut. Everything would be a lot more expedient. It wasn't long before it was obvious that she was into me. We were trading nudes left and right. She lived about an hour away from me on the train. We arranged to meet. It was quite difficult to raid with... Oh, I still had to raid, of course, with Malin. 
and enjoy. At the same time, my Skype was pinging with incoming pictures or alerts nonetheless of his daughter. Nonetheless, I soldiered on. <laughs> Manfully, dutifully, and like a sir, I'll get through this. I'll get through this. A quick anecdotal PSA. We were both 17 at the time, trading pictures. I recently dug out my old laptop of storage years and was idly flicking through my old files before, well, I found the bank. <sighs> Needless to say, I have deleted the picture, sir. <laughs> and can we get a gauge on the chat there as to remember that? Mm, mm. Hey, 16's legal over here. We're good. We're good. We're good. You don't bring your rules and regs over here. We're UK-based. We good. But anyway, the meeting. We had met once before. Just as quick meeting and walk around the park. Nothing happened more than a little hand-holding. But this time, I was going to go to her home. It was during the summer holiday, and so we were meeting midweek. When Enjoy would be at work. Smart. I rock up at her house, struggling under the weight of a backpack creaking at the seams with condoms. <laughs> Lol. Zeradia <laughs> is excited, but she's nervous. She tells me that Enjoy is not at work. He's in the back garden. And he's in his fossil shed, drilling for fossils. He has specifically taken this day off work to be home. Bastard. Bastard. Zeranthia is a strong-willed woman, however. I'll admit the really intimate details, but she squirreled me away up to her bedroom, and we went to do silent loving. <laughs> While Daddy was drilling away. It wasn't until we had finished, I say we. <laughs> That's the best joke here. It wasn't until we had finished. Well, I say we, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> that we both realized something horrible. The drill had stopped. <laughs> we lay there in various stages of undress, ears straining. Where is he? We could hear Enjoy moving about in the kitchen beneath us. It was at this moment that I realized that although Enjoy had no idea what I looked like, he had definitely heard me speak and would definitely recognize my voice if I was caught. Catching your only daughter after the act is undoubtedly awkward because, of course, you can smell it. It's true. You can. I reckon catching her with one of your raiders that isn't her ex-boyfriend who is still a raider is probably a bad day. Mercifully, we heard the crunch of gravel leading back to the fossil shed after a few minutes. We threw our clothes back on and scarpered. We went the rest of the day wrapped around each other on a bench in a park as kids do before it was time to go. We actually ended up walking past Zeranthia's mum on the way to the station. I didn't notice because I don't know what a mum looks like. But I'm told she gave Zeranthia a little smile and walked on. Didn't make a scene or embarrass her daughter. What a gangster of a mother, I thought. My and Zeranthia's relationship would progress for a year or so before fizzling out as our circumstances never really lined up. But we're still friends and we still talk. Mallard and Enjoy never found out and I raided with them for six months or so, giggling to myself at the situation. When you get called out for standing in the fire, it's really hard not to come back with, I fucked your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> boom. Oh yeah? Oh yeah? Boom. Honestly, boom. Nice fossil shed, by the way. Alright? Nice fossil shed, by the way. 
Hopefully, they're not fans of yours. <laughs> I mean, they could be any raid leader with a fossil shed. Anybody in the chat got a fossil shed? Or if you have, are you, like, shaking right now? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry if I spoiled that for you. <laughs> the waifu! The final little section of our story. <laughs> I have no fossil shed. Fast forward another few years, and I'm bailing out of control at university. My geekiness has become well-concealed and compact. I have become my own person. I am now sociable, confident, taking the North by storm. I am a member of a sports team, <laughs> smashing my degree, and even taking part in some campus radio. Yet underneath the surface, the inner nerd still resides. My friends don't know it. But I, I am raiding warlords of Draenor mythic content. And I am now in a cutting edge guild. <sighs> my shame. Hide my shame. Life is good. But alas, I'm a single man. Perhaps more ladies than my fair share, considering my looks have shown me some interest. But nonetheless, nothing has stuck. The jump from 10-man mythic to 20 was a weird time for my guild. We had the usual slew of raiders quitting after they defeated the mythic Garrosh in Siege of Orgrimmar, but the officers smashed recruitment, bam, until our 12 to 13-man roster became 24-25-ish. One of these unsuspecting recruits was a Norwegian hunter called Monkey. Monkey was glorious. You know why? Monkey had perfect raid attendance. Monkey had good DPS. <clears throat> a shitty transmog. We'll let it slide. I like to think it was that fact alone that caused none of my romantic instincts to twitch. Because <laughs> of a shitty transmog. Well, not interested. I, I mean, look, good DPS, perfect raid attendance. You know, that's all well and good. But have you seen that mog, mate? Have you seen those boots? I ain't going near that. I ain't going near that. Ain't no way. She did catch the attention of the officers, however. A brewmaster monk. Oh, we are missing a name. Uh, I'll just pick someone from here. Let's have Maloralam. I do like Maloralam. Been in many years. A wonderful member of the community. A brewmaster monk by the name of Lororalam. I have used all the other names. Yes, I have. A big, boisterous personality in Discord. Big voice. Big tank. Big in real life. Huge. They dated for approximately a year or so in what can only be described as a generic relationship, just the way Maloralam likes it. Generic. Missionary only. By which I mean, there were no biblical fights, no messy breakup, no oversharing. This might sound strange to read, that it is so inconsequential as to be noteworthy, but it'll be explained later. Suffice to say, the rest of us, they were in a relationship, and then they weren't. And nobody seemed to give a fuck. Well played. <laughs> well played. Do you want to not see each other anymore? Yeah, okay, cool. Over time, as the guild persisted in the face of dwindling recruitment, the guild grew closer and closer together. There were many guild meets over a two-year period, both domestic and abroad. We've been punting in Oxford, shown the foreigners Lizzie's gaff, Buckingham Palace, to the uninitiated, and even went to Harry Potter World down south to name but a few things we did together as a guild. Oh, that sounds really fun, actually. In between guild meets, me and Monkey got close we played some PUBG, bit of league of legends raided mythic ward and i began to get those feelings but kept it hidden because she lived in the land of lutefisk pronounced lutefisk i was correct what's lutefisk have you just made me say a bad word what's lutefisk 
Norway, represent. What are we doing? What's <laughs> Lutefisk? <laughs> it's a fish. It's a fish. Okay, we're good. It's a fish. I can, I can live with that. It was a fish. Good stuff. <laughs> and long distance elationship? Fuck no. Fuck that noise. No way. Furthermore, she was channeling the aesthetics of the Vikings. Whereas I'm... <laughs> Does that mean she has a beard? She was channeling the aesthetics of the Vikings, whereas, as mentioned, I look like a foot. I think that's a compliment. I think that's supposed to be a compliment. I think. So I just stifled my feelings, thinking I was too horrible for her. And enjoyed her company as a friend. It was around the beginning of Legion that a plan was hatched. A formula. 15-1-5 of our guild. Including the including the others, Malorum and Monkey, were going to descend on BlizzCon 2017. Unfortunately, the one year a certain WoW YouTuber didn't. I'm going this year. <laughs> I'm leaving like soon <laughs> to go there. Tickets were acquired, flight booked. Game on, boys. We touched down in the living museum of traffic gridlock that is LAX and had a stellar couple of days at the con. The juicy part of this story occurred over the last day, though. We were staying. Because it was about as US as you could get. Motel 6. And our Motel 6 was gangster as fuck. It had a pool and a hot tub that we took full advantage of. I should now introduce a minor character by the name of Enos. Enos is a gym bro. On top of being an absolute sweetheart. I should also mention. <laughs> that Monkey is a gym ho. Did you marry this girl? Did she vet this story? A gym ho. Does that just mean a girl that goes to the gym? I mean, that could mean something else. They talked on and on and on about the gym. They flirted a little over the week. And it was when Enos started doing bicep curls using her entire body as the weight in the pool that I, I began to wonder if I had just been mega alphaed. We went out as a guild for a whole day of drinking in Anaheim. <laughs> During the day, I tried to pathetically to try and flirt. <laughs> One of the things I tried to do was to explain the hot crazy scale. Using her as the example. In the example, I used her as the hot end of the spectrum. But she took it as an insinuation that she's as mad as a box of frogs. I mean, you looked for any single way to say she was attractive and this is what you came up with? That's where you got. Boom. <laughs> Nailed it. For those of you not in the know, this is kind of what I said to her. <clears throat> oh, he's done a picture. <laughs> Okay, sure. All right, here we have our standard hot crazy scale. This is the crazy hotline. This is very important. So <laughs> starts star starts at four. Every woman is at least four crazy. Oh, I didn't know that. But, I mean, the science holds up, apparently. I mean, this looks real. Marriage material, date her, hairdressers, redheads, and girls named Tiffany. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> At least now we know. Now we know. Yeah, now we know. Moving on. Yeah, there's some dot, dot, dots after the moving on. He actually wrote moving on dot, dot, dot. That was a little bit... Okay. As everyone else went off to get showers ahead of the night's activities, it was only me and Enos left drinking hard. I really, really wanted to hate Enos. But fuck if he wasn't such a nice guy. We swapped stories and have a great time as a little twosome. And a couple of hours later, with a couple more drinks, we link up with everyone else. And what follows was a night of drinks and drinks and drinks that only European tourists can achieve. Namaste. We do do our best. I try to flirt a bit more with Monkey, but she's becoming more white girl wasted. I've never heard that before, but I kind of know what you mean. So I just ride the wave of the rest of the good times that were had that night. On the walk back, once we hit the Anaheim Motel 6 parking lot, she grabs my hand from behind, pulls me away from the group. What transpires next is something I will relentlessly tease her about for years to come. Like I assume most non-native English speakers, her grasp of the English language tends to taper off a bit in direct proportion to her levels of blood alcohol content. So when instead of, I have a bit of a crush on you, she said... I'm in love with you. I apparently had a really shocked face. Her sense of timing was impeccable. Fuck it. Fuck it. Look where we are. Car park, but in America, somewhat romantic. I went in for the first kiss. Great success. It turns out that in the background, Jim Broinos was playing my wingman hardcore. Enos had been giving her advice on how to tackle a boy she liked who hadn't come to her. Fucking. Can we get a salute in the chat for Enos? What a fucking bro. What a bro. I remain unconvinced. <laughs> He's calling bullshit. I remain unconvinced that this is what happened. But fuck it. Whatever. I don't care. We were getting off with each other in the storybook romantic setting of a discount motel chain's parking lot. And I couldn't have been happier. It was unfortunate that this was the scene that was presented to a certain big boisterous brewmaster ex-boyfriend as he came round the corner. Malorolum, my first inkling that something was amiss was with the sensation of being grabbed by the back of the neck and my shirt tearing as I was yanked backwards away from her. Malorolum had some grievances he wanted to air with me after seeing this. Fortunately for me though, the bro bonding that had occurred previously in the day came to my aid as Enos stepped in to prevent my larynx from being crushed. You see, despite looking like a non-event, the breakup two years ago had a deep and profound effect on Malorlan. He was hurt deep, hurt inside. None of us really knew about it because he kept it bottled up. And as such, he had let his instincts get the better of him. He stormed off. Our knight in shining lycra escorted the rest of us to bed. Oh, Enos is wearing a Lycra shirt. <laughs> Nailed it. The next morning passed without incident, and we stepped onto our respective flights home in frosty silence. When we got back, Malorlum left the guild, and I never heard from him again. Oh, Malorlum's got feelings, man. He played it off like a bro. It's just a breakup. Don't really care. Plenty more fish in the sea, but deep down he harbors some hurt. He harbors it deep inside. Monkey got a later flight from England back to Norway and spent an extra week at my house in the intervening time. We did the long distance thing for about six months before we took the leap. And now she lives with me in Manchester. She lives near me. Good God. And we have been together two years this November. 
I don't mean any ill feelings towards Malorlem. Although I have to question why I had to lose a shirt in the process. And if he ever hears this, I want him to know we all hope he's okay. That's my little story, Preacher. Thank you for the many hours of content for us to enjoy and thanks for putting on PreachCon. My girlfriend and I had a blast. Shout outs to Canadian Love Machine, the engaged couple from Draenor and that poor, poor feral druid. Y'all keep trucking and I'll see you next year. Yes, please. Yes, please. Come and remind me of this day and this story. I would love to meet the girl that warranted the drawing of a graph. I would love that. <laughs> I would love that. Oh my God. And as we finish up drama time, I look across to our chat to see a gifted 10 package sub from our boy Timmy Tech TV, who's hopefully going to help me build a PC in January. Right, Timmy? Right, Timmy? You should look him up. Man knows a lot of stuff about PCs and is winning a lot of the charts in terms of stuff. So I'm hope that's going to happen. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! New PC time in January. We're going to have some fun. We're going to stream building it and it not turning on. It's going to be a lot of fun. Ladies and gentlemen, that does bring us to the end of drama time for this week. And of course, I will not be here next week. I am off to BlizzCon in like a day or so. Uh, I think. I think I'm flying out Sunday. I'm not even sure. I just know it's this weekend. So I will be busy hard at work for the next couple of days to make sure there's videos and stuff for you to enjoy while I am not here. For those of you who attend our daytime stream, I'm sorry because we did say we were playing the Outer Worlds on Monday. Obviously, that's not going to happen. Uh, we'll play it as soon as after planet zoo we're gonna be playing planet zoo <laughs> we're gonna have a lot of fun with that if you uh didn't see this week and you want to check it out we had horror week on the stream uh, i know i put out a lot of wild content this week but if you're interested in other things as with halloween we had horror stream a lot of cthulhu daddy a lot of spooks and some fun was had on the stream you can check the vods for those are in the collections when i get them done over the weekend other than that have a great week guys i will see you drama time heroes a week two weeks today um and for everybody else i will see you on the monday i return i think i return on monday or tuesday one of those days other than that if you're going to blizzcon i'll see you there i will see you there bye bye ladies and gentlemen have a great day bye bye